Hello, my awesome mom pod listeners. It's Paige with some exciting news. The Moms Organization Motivation Podcast has had the most amazing three-year run. And thanks to you, it's listened to in more than 85 countries. It's won Best Family Podcast and Best Home and Lifestyle Podcast awards and consistently ranks in the top of the charts globally. I could not have done that without you. It'll continue to be downloadable for all your organization motivation needs. And now there'll be a brand new podcast to listen to. If like me, you love being a mom and also desire more. Head over to the Time to Pivot podcast right now and hit subscribe. Each week, my guest and I will be sharing all the ways we've learned to pivot in our life and business as we share our God-given gifts and serve others and still make it to the carpool line on time. I can't wait for this fun new podcast to begin April 17th, 2023. So mark your calendars and join me on the Time to Pivot podcast. I'm Paige Killian, and I'm passionate about helping busy moms of littles organize and style their life in three simple steps. Living this mom life is incredible and sometimes completely overwhelming. Is stressing about overstuffed drawers, never-ending mail piles, a mountain of Legos, and our kids' artwork really what God intended? No way! Getting organized has been a game changer for me and also my clients, but it has to be simple or it just won't get done. So let's simplify the process and clear the clutter to see the blessings God has for us. I know your time is valuable, so thanks for joining me each week for a healthy dose of organization and a whole lot of motivation. Hey, Paige here. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the Moms Organization Motivation Podcast. Thank you so much. If you were one of the amazing listeners who took the time to send in an audio about something that you are enjoying about the podcast or learning and implementing in your own homes, I had such fun going back and listening to episode 100. If you guys haven't checked it out, please go back and listen to not only all the love, I got to tell you, I'm recording this on Valentine's day. So I am feeling the love today. Absolutely. For sure with that. But also if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen, because there are so many great key takeaways that people who have been listening year after year and Monday after Monday, they've been picking up and using those things in their own home and they share that. So it's really nice to hear what people are getting from the podcast because that might inspire you to try it in your own home. So thank you again. I just wanted to start off with that because I'm very grateful and I appreciate it so much. All right. Now I want to move on to another love of my life and that is organizing and my mom. This episode is inspired by my beautiful, wonderful lovely mom. I adore her so much. I know she's listening today. Mom, drive safely on your way to work. Hope you have a great day. Also, I'm going to actually give you a little note here. 
uh, when you are listening to these things on the podcast, I would absolutely love it. If something pops in your head, like a saying that someone has said to you that just stuck with you over the years, or maybe there's an area in your home or in your schedule or with your kids or your wardrobe or something that's making you crazy. I would absolutely love it. If you would shoot me a DM or email me, you can find me at page at everythingwithstyle.com and let me know something that has popped up for you. That maybe is a great inspiration for another podcast episode. Uh, my mom was so sweet to leave an audio on that 100th episode and talked about how I've gotten her to work for 100 weeks in a row, which is so sweet, mom. I love and adore you. And, uh, if that is something that you are really enjoying each Monday, like a little food for thought, I would love to hear inspiration from you guys because I've done so many now. I mean, a hundred different episodes, that's crazy. So I would love inspiration from you if there's an area in those places, or like I said, if there's maybe like a sweet mom moment or a family or kid thing that comes up, I love talking about that kind of stuff on the show. So moving on to something that mom said to me years ago, I've heard it often from her. I completely agree and really find it to be more relatable than ever now that we have finally found our home that we've moved into. Uh, We were renting for a while and now we are finally homeowners. And of course, that just makes you want to take that extra pride in your home. Here's what she used to always say. It was always really important to her to have her home look nice and be tidy. Not necessarily perfect, right, mom? Because perfect is overrated. We can't all do that. We get it right a lot of the times, but sometimes eh, we just got to let some things go. And my mom would always say that the reason it was so important to her to have her home look nice is because it was a reflection of her. She felt like the way that her house looked when people came in to visit or our family members just you know, moved about and existed in that space. It was really important for her to make sure that she had a space that was comfortable and inviting and welcoming. And also, you know, like a place where you could kick your shoes off, but also maybe have a place for those shoes to live whenever, you know, they eventually get off to where they're supposed to be. So I get it now, you know, I didn't always get it in those days where, you know, Saturday mornings we would crank up Celine Dion or, Lionel Richie. Uh, we talked about uh, what's the one, the greatest love of all. Oh man, I'm forgetting mom. Okay. Let's just skip ahead to imagining us dancing around, listening to all those songs and tidying up the house. And she would always say it is important because my home is a reflection of me. So I wanted to talk to you today about First of all, something that happened yesterday, but also about inspiring you to make sure that your home is a reflection of you. So here's my example. Now, I told you I'm recording this on Valentine's Day, which means that yesterday was Super Bowl Sunday. We had some family come over, go Rams. They ended up winning. That was very fun and exciting to watch as we are here in L.A., I wanted to tell you how that day, the before that day, and then how that day actually played out, of course, with a little organization in mind, and of course, with my mom's words in my head, which are that our home is a reflection of us. Okay, so on that note, I have to tell you that I was really excited 
for a lot of our family members to come over. Some of them that we hadn't seen since we had the home because of all the crazy COVID stuff. And so it was really nice to have them over. And the really fun part was that our very sweet, uh, my sweet brother-in-law, if you ever have a chance to go to Gran Blanco or to Great White in Venice Beach, California, you have got to check those out. He is the chef there. He is incredible. He was coming to cook in my kitchen. I was so honored. I kept telling him, oh my gosh, you are completely elevating my kitchen just by being in here and cooking in it. Uh, He could not have been more gracious and kind. And here's how the whole thing worked. So I really always felt like I wanted to put things from the very beginning. Like when we moved from our old house, I've talked about this before. When we moved from our old house, moved into our new house, it was really important for me to really sort of get it right, working well in the very beginning. So I wasn't constantly having to change things, but I want you to know that if you're not starting from scratch, if you're not moving and you've been in the same home and plan to stay in that home for a long time, it's never too late to put in some proper organization so that you are having a kitchen or whatever area in your home work best for you and really serve you to the fullest. So here was the really exciting part. I had gone uh, a few grocery trips before earlier in the week just to prepare things. I wanted to have some paper products in case I didn't feel like doing a ton of dishes. I also wanted to have uh, lots of options for grazing because my husband and brother-in-law were going to be out at the smoker and the grill, and they were going to be doing some incredible meats out there. So we had chicken, we had wings, we had uh, steak, we had ribs, we had a little bit of everything. We had sausage, we had chorizo patties, like in the form of burgers. I mean, you guys, this day was incredible. Very Super Bowl appropriate. Okay. So inside my job was to make sure that they had everything that they need for cooking and prep and all that kind of stuff. And also I was going to have things like apps and dips and uh, all the little snacky stuff that we were going to graze on while they were getting the main course taken care of. And so I really was so happy with the way that everything played out. And I am convinced that it was because of organization practices I had put in on the front end that really worked out well, having someone else in my kitchen. Okay. So it's one thing if we're used to cooking in our kitchen and we're very familiar with everything, where everything is, but there were a couple of funny moments because he came in again. I told you he's so gracious and kind. And so he would, you know, respectfully be like, Paige, you know, is this something that you have? It's okay. If you don't have it, I just thought this might be helpful. And the great news is that I had everything he asked for, except apple juice. I think they were going to try and use apple juice for something with maybe like a marinade or something. Uh, That's just my guess. Uh, Unless, you know, maybe Duke was outside hanging out with them and he wanted some apple juice, but I don't think that's what it was. Uh, Apple juice did not make it on my grocery list. So I didn't have it and I didn't have it in my fridge. But other than that, I feel like I had every other thing. We had all the sauces that he might need. We had a cabinet that opens beside the stove that you pull out one of those tall, skinny, narrow cabinets that goes alongside the Uh, stovetop and you pull it out and it's got all the different spices in there. We had all of the different things that he needed to cook on. So we had, whether it was the cooking sheet or the Pyrex dishes, or you guys, I even, I've never used this before. And I even had this, it's not a drying rack. 
I feel like it's a baking rack. It's the thing that lifts up. If any of you are amazing chefs or cooks, you're probably going to be laughing at me when I tell you, I have no idea what this thing is called, but you know, it's the little, (laughs) here we go with my explaining of it and describing this tool. Um, It sits on top of the cookie sheet uh, so that, you know, you can have I don't know, heat go through and you can cook it evenly, like on the bottom. So it's like raised up, you know, and this is the thing that I feel it's like a cooling rack. If you bake cookies and you put them on this thing and you know what I'm saying? Okay. Whatever that thing is called, he asked me for that. And I thought, oh, this is going to be the one I'm not going to have it. But I thought if I do, I know where it's going to be. It's going to be over here where some of the baking stuff is. And I opened that cabinet and sure enough, you guys, there it was. And he was like, yes, because I was totally prepared to tell him, no, I'm so sorry. I don't have it. And I said, I really don't. I'm not sure one. I really don't think I have one. And there it was in all its glory. And it worked beautifully. And after he did all the marinade and the chicken, he put that on there and the cookie sheet, and he stuck it in the fridge to hang out for a little bit. You guys, I just would walk over to my refrigerator and open it just to smell it. It smelled so good. So he had access to those things as we were popping in and out. He and my husband were, uh, we were very concerned. We wanted to make sure that the smoker was not sending any smoke over to our sweet neighbor's house. So of course I texted her real quick just to say, Hey, let us know if that's happening as we were preparing to make sure that we were being good, friendly neighbors and didn't have all that going into our backyard. Although I have to say, as long as she's not a vegan or vegetarian, I would think that they were enjoying the smell because it smells incredible. This Tennessee girl, oh my gosh, was loving it. Uh, but here's the cool thing. We had the fan that we had had at our old place that we hadn't used at this new house because we have air conditioning now, but we didn't have it before. And I held on to it because I had some space back in behind that under the stairs closet, you know, the weird, weird, funky shape one underneath the stairs. And uh, I have done an episode on that in the past, talking about organizing that because it was organized so neatly. And I certainly did give it a little refresh after we put in our holiday decor this year, but I was able to easily access that standing fan. So we were able to set that down and make sure that the yummy, delicious smelling smoke was blowing away from our neighbor's house. So that was something they requested. I was like, yes, actually I do have a standing fan. We can do that. And another thing is they said, oh, can we have an extension cord to make sure that we can get it all the way over? I said, yes, you know, I've got that. That's in my garage in a container that has surge protectors and electrical cords, extension cords, all that kind of stuff, outlet covers, all the things that was in a bin in my garage. That's in a cabinet in its own little, you know, clear container. So you can easily see it because it doesn't have a label. That was the funny thing too. There are lots of comments about the things that I had labeled in the house, but again, it made things run so smoothly because he was able to go over and for the first time, look in my pantry and he could see everything he needed. Even at one point he was like, do you happen to have a lighter? Cause one of the lighters went out. He said, do you have another lighter? So they could, you know, get the grill going. And I opened, I said, go to my pantry. We opened it up. He looks up, there's a basket labeled lighters. So it's up high out of the way of the kids. It's got lighters. It's got matches. It's got some birthday candles in there, you know, little tea lights, some little things in there that, you know, we don't want out for the littles 
but we still want that grouped in a like item category up in a basket where it's easily accessible for us as well. So that was a good bonus. I'm trying to think what else we, here's another thing I want to talk about, not just what's labeled, not just having those things in the proper spaces, but also how that day played out with our schedule because those things had been put in place, right? Sort of like the results of your hard work in getting things organized that ended up resulting in so much fun. Uh, We had lots of laughs. There wasn't stress. Another thing thinking of stress that came up was we ended up, it was such a hot day. It was so crazy. Um, Just had a video come out another third Thursday video. If you haven't checked out the YouTube channel, head over to YouTube. You can look up mom's organization motivation. Think of it as M O M mom's organization motivation. If you forget that you can just type in page Killian, it'll pop up, but check that out. I just released another third Thursday video for February. And when I recorded it, it was January and I was freezing. Okay. Yesterday, beginning of February, so hot. Were you guys celebrating the Super Bowl and burning up like we were? We ended up staying in the house so much in the air conditioning. We're so grateful to have it yesterday for the majority of the day. But what happened? Well, not only did that fan come in handy to blow the smoke away, but it was nice to be able to sit in front of that and cool off if we were outside. But we also had a tent, one of those pop-up tents that you can put over if you're, you know, tailgating or if you're doing something outside like a yard sale and you want to have that coverage. So we had this and we had it in our garage in an area that was, again, easy to access, was clearly labeled, was something that they were able to go grab quickly. They didn't have to push through, sort through tons of different things, junk and old boxes and stuff that was mislabeled and searching for it, which would have been stressful, which would have caused everybody to be burning up and sweating outside because we couldn't find the tent possibly. And none of that happened because it had been set up properly in the garage in a clearly marked space and was so easy to get to it. So I want you to think about your garage as well, working for you and serving you. I'm doing a ton of garages lately. I will be doing an actual totally devoted to garages podcast episode coming up because I am so inspired by a number of different, completely different types of garages. I'm working on these days, organizing. I'm having so much fun with those. Yes. I did say I'm having so much fun organizing garages. It's true. I know that can sometimes be like uh, a total frustration and pain point for some of us in our homes, because that sometimes gets to be like the dumping ground and the place that stuff just gets lost forever. And you really don't feel inspired to go in and tackle it and make it look nice. And then suddenly you can't even pull any of your cars in because it's just inundated with stuff. It's become more of like a storage unit for you versus a garage where cars belong. So absolutely for sure. Stay tuned for that. Like I said, continue to check out things on the YouTube channel because we will absolutely be putting, you know, visual examples up for you guys to see that as well. All right. So back to yesterday and what was working well for us. So like I said, not only was it how things were labeled and things were placed in proper containers in the kitchen, in the garage, things were easy to access, but also it really ended up lending itself to just like 
fun and a relaxed environment and a very easy kind of situation where we were all helping each other out, you know, when he would pop in and so nicely request something and I would get that for him and he would say, thank you. And then he would be done marinating something and he would pop it in the sink and I would go behind him and I would clean those dishes and then pop them in the dishwasher. That morning, my sweet husband hopped up early in the morning after he brought me my coffee, God bless him. And he emptied the dishwasher because I had talked to him beforehand. And I said, Hey, I would like to make sure that we run the dishwasher overnight. We empty it first thing in the morning so that when everybody comes over and we're making dinner, food, you know, everything during the day, we'll make sure we have an empty dishwasher so we can take things out of the sink and put them directly into the dishwasher. Now, communication is huge when you're talking about getting organized, especially party planning and having that run smoothly. Communicating with people before you get to that day is even better. So that was definitely something on my to-do list. Now, one of the things that I want to also say, just like I said at the very beginning of this episode, when I told you that mom really says it is a reflection of us, that's what our home is. I don't want to get stuck in this place where, oh, I'm an organizer and everything needs to look perfect and nothing can be out on any kind of countertop or, you know, whatever. So this has been something that I also did an episode on a while back, which is your laundry room organization. I had my awesome uh, contractor come out and build a shelf over my washer dryer so that I would have extra place to put things. I have some built-in cabinets that I've organized with containers and you guessed it labels. I have a couple of different things working in that space. That is definitely a great episode to go back and listen to for sure should totally do a YouTube video on that. Cause I think that would be fun to take a look at and just kind of see how the laundry room is actually working. But the thing that I love about our laundry room is that it has a door on it. So on the days that I feel like my priority is not getting everything done in there, which originally it was, I did communicate with my family the day before I said, everybody make sure you're bringing down your laundry because I'm going to get that going. Well, what happened? What happened is life. I took a major hard tumble the other day when I was rushing to turn the alarm off that had accidentally gotten set off in our house. I tripped and I slammed my knee so hard with all of my body weight into the stairs. And you guys, if you could see it right now, it looks so gross. It is, you know, it's in that like couple of days later stage where it just turns all the bad colors. So that's what's happening. And because of that, I was just like laundry who I will not be doing that. So I just gave myself permission to close the dang laundry room door. I closed it. I did not worry about it. I had some clothes that had been dried that were still in the dryer. I had some clothes that were still wet in the washer. And I had some clothes that I had taken out of the dryer and had every intention of folding. But then I crashed, you know. <laughs> crash landing. I was not so grateful. Let me just tell you, you do not bounce back as fast <laughs> the older you get. Okay. Moms, do you hear me? Grandmas, do you hear me? You just don't bounce back as fast. Like I think about my Duke who just, you know, will, you know, be like playing or whatever and fall and just hops right up and maybe says, ouch, maybe a little tear, maybe throws an ice pack or a bandaid on it quickly. And then like, he is totally fine the next day. 
well, I'm still recovering and it's days later. Okay. It's not cute, but that's the thing that came up and that's real life. And so when you're organized and you've put things in place and you're getting the majority of it done, the nice thing is that home that is a reflection of you actually can reflect that it's okay to not be perfect. So when a couple of my friends were coming in and then a couple of my family members were coming in, I was in the laundry room with the door open and I was folding my Isabel's pants and her school uniforms for her to have for the next day. And guess what? That's okay. It wasn't a total disaster. Those clothes were in the washer and dryers. They couldn't even be seen. But the ones that were out on the top, they were sort of just, you know, in process of being folded. And both of those people who were at my house know the laundry life and they know that that's okay. You don't always have your laundry put away. So that was something that it was kind of like, you know what, here's a very clear indication that I'm not perfect and that I don't have everything taken care of. And that was something that I planned for and it just didn't get done and it's totally okay. So guess what happened after everybody left And we had had so much fun and we all helped each other out and getting things quickly cleaned up and put away. Guess what happened? It was totally the appropriate time to go in and casually fold up those clothes and have a lovely night and fun reflecting on things. And let me just tell you right now, one of the things I reflected on was that epic halftime show. How many of you listening are huge nineties hip hop fans like me? I mean, I am a Christian. I love Jesus and I love nineties hip hop. So I was here for that performance. I totally believe that those two things can coexist. Okay. Jesus and hip hop totally can coexist. Uh, and you know, whenever they win all of their awards, they're uh, the first thing they're going to say is I'd like to thank God. Yeah, it's true. You should thank him. All right. So I want you to know that if your home is a reflection of you, then make sure that it has a little bit of everything. It's got a little bit of organization, got a few labels on things, also is livable, is welcoming and inviting, isn't cluttered. You're clearing off some of those countertops and floors so that you have space to breathe and also totally has some areas that everybody just wants to put on the back burner. That is okay. And I'm going to say it now and I'm going to keep saying it all the time. I've said it in the past. Ask for help. You don't have to do it all by yourself, whether you're asking other people who are living with you, you're giving your kids age appropriate responsibilities, or you're actually hiring someone to come in and take something off your plate. Asking for help is not a weakness. It is a strength because it keeps you from being so burnt out. The garages that I was telling you about, I have these awesome moms who are incredible. They are not only are they moms, which is a full-time job in itself, as most of you know, but also they are working. They are volunteering at school. They are showing up for their friends, for their spouses, for their stepchildren. They are living in the world of this crazy COVID and things being up and down all over the place. And sometimes you have people come in who can clean your house and sometimes you got to do it yourself and we're all just making it work. So being in their homes have been such an inspiring place for me to be because I'm really seeing that these moms are amazing. They're not trying to do everything themselves. They're asking me to come into their space and help them out. It's something I love. It's something I get fired up about. 
super excited about and totally get inspiration to come back and talk about on a podcast episode too, so that hopefully that'll serve you as well. So don't be afraid to ask for help. I am so grateful that we had help yesterday as we were all sort of sprinkling in the different things that were our strong suits. Uh, We had some people who were hanging out with the grandkids and the littles because they were amazing at that. We had other people talking about their favorite family recipes that they brought and shared with us. We had other family members who were cranking up the music and dancing along other people cooking, other people cleaning, and it made for the most wonderful experience. Not only a Super Bowl party, but just an opportunity to get back together after so long of not getting to do that. So that was incredible. So I encourage you to take a look at your home and decide if you feel like your house is not really reflecting your style, ask for help or check out some of the episodes and YouTube videos to see which areas you might want to tweak and get organized so that they are working best for you. And they are really reflecting your style, your needs in your home during the season that you're in right now. All right. I hope you guys have the most amazing day and week, and I will talk to you next Monday. Thanks again so much for tuning in and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Moms Organization Motivation Podcast. For more resources to organize and style your busy life, head over to everythingwithstyle.com and connect with me on Instagram at everythingwithstylemom. If this episode was helpful for you, please share it with your friends, rate and review it on iTunes, that's Apple Podcasts now, and let me know what you'd like to hear about next. Thanks again for listening and happy organizing. Thank you.